welcome to Real Estate Radio with your host, Jason Stubbs. Want to share your real estate story? Call now at 512-640-9610. And now, here's Jason Stubbs. And welcome to the show. This is Real Estate Radio. I'm Jason Stubbs, your host, mortgage professional, and your consumer advocate for all things real estate. Thank you guys for tuning in. We're coming to you uh, from beautiful Austin, Texas, uh, right here from the Patton Law Firm Studios at Talk 1370 AM. Appreciate you guys uh, on your AM dial, 1370, always right here, 12 noon on Sundays, um, and also KBVO TV and uh Welcome, podcast listeners. Um, if you guys uh, want the podcast, you can you can do that. Uh, it's real easy to do. Just go to iTunes, search uh, Real Estate Radio, Jason Stubbs, and uh, download that. You can subscribe to it. And as soon as we uh, come out with a, a new show, it's there right in your little inbox. Um, also, we've got a little breakout segments that uh, that we'll be talking to, to folks from around the country, around town. We'll be checking on fun and hot markets like uh, you know, San Diego, uh, see what's going on in Florida after this uh, Irma hits um, also, uh, be talking to, to some folks out of Houston, like we did last week and, and just checking on them. That's my hometown. So, uh, thoughts and prayers going out to those folks. Uh, text lines open. Keep your, your questions coming in 512-640-9610. And of course our app out there, uh, if you're in the central Texas area, um, you can shop homes, um, all around central Texas. And, uh, if you're not in the area, you can still get interest rates. You can check them out, see what the rates have been doing. Look at rate trends, one month, six month, two year trends. Uh, we'll be getting a little bit more into that here in a little bit. Uh, uh, interest rates have dropped. I mean, they're, they're close to where they were, uh, pre-election. So you refinance folks. If you haven't done that, you need to call us right now. Uh, we can tell you whether you can or not. And, uh, the benefits fairly obvious. Uh, there's no cost to give us a a shout. It's 512-640-9610. Um, to get our app, you calculate your payments and and there's actually refinance calculators there too. So um, text ATX, as in Austin, Texas, ATX to 31996. You'll get a link sent to you and you will also um, just click on that link. You can, you'll, you'll have to click scroll over. You'll save that to home screen and uh, you can start to shop at homes, getting rates and calculate your payments right there. Um, Sean Finnegan is uh, back in, in studio with me and a senior loan officer uh, NRL Mortgage and uh, my co-host and buddy and and homeboy, um, you, you good with all that stuff? Sure. Welcome back, man. What's good to be back? <laughs> it's been a few weeks. Yeah, I know. Uh, where you been? Sick kids. Yeah. Uh, travel. Uh, I think yeah. I somewhere I was out of town for a couple of days. And where'd you, you kids. went? You went back home, northeast. No, we uh, with Midwest went to Milwaukee. Mid- Midwest, gotcha. Milwaukee area. How was, it was that? Lovely. Yeah. It was never warmer than like seventy-eight degrees, which was awesome. Well, that's good. I mean, you know, yeah. it's. Uh, you were there, and we were in the the one o twos here. In, yes, in beautiful Central Texas. Yeah, it worked out well. It's nice <laughs> to get out get out of heat for a couple of days, be able to actually you know spend the daytime hours outside for a while. Yeah, um, without worrying about o- overheating. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was a good time. I woke up to fifty nine degrees today. Fifty nine in the eighty nine in in Austin or in, in, or the, in the ATX house? man. Yes. Oh. I mean, that's what the Ford F-150 said. Oh, well, so, that was it, also probably a little before I got up. <laughs> well, yeah, that's all right. My alarm clock didn't go off till 8, so. boy. Yeah, you were probably already doing things for three hours if I had to guess <laughs> knowing you. Hey, man. Uh, yeah, the mornings, that's when I get stuff done. Yeah. I, I, it's like my catch-up time before my phone starts ringing. See, so. my catch-up time's like 11 o'clock at night. Yeah, well. I, we're, we're the reverse, right? You're up. Yeah. Well, actually, you're up late, up early. That's good, man. I'm we, up late. We yeah. got all kind of coverage for this uh, this mortgage uh, company we got going on here. Exactly. So, man, what, uh, what's been going on? I mean, we've got, uh, man, these storms are just crazy, and people are just frantic. 
and uh, you know we got a little we got a little North Korea action um, going on, and, and yeah. with all, all this stuff, I mean, just it, it's been affecting our industry. And we're going to get into that stuff, but you know, for you know, I was just checking out a couple articles. I mean, CNBC came out with an article that says you know lower mortgage rates push uh, more borrowers to refinance. And I started looking into this, and it's crazy how you know Harvey and Irma can make that kind of impact on our industry, along with you know some of the things out there like big bombs that are shooting off uh, at uh, North Korea, and it just tanks that bomb market or tanks that uh, stock market a little bit, bringing our rates down. What have you seen, Sean? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'd say the last couple of weeks have kind of been a little surreal, you mm-hmm. know? I mean, with us being so close to Houston yeah, and and so many people in Austin having friends, family, you know, business associates. I mean, our, you know, NRL's corporate headquarters is in, oh, is yeah. in Houston. So yeah. they've got a fund for, you yeah. know, our, some of our corporate employees. Are yeah, so a lot of, doomed. you know, our, you know, our, our, our coworkers and, and stuff. So I feel like the last couple of weeks have just been pretty abnormal as far as, I mean, it doesn't seem like work is normal because you just don't know. You're getting a call or you're hearing about somebody else, you know, or you're hearing about how Houston's trying to recover or or, or drives for these items. And a lot of people are, you know, they're kind of dropping everything they're doing here in Austin and, and trying to help out those people down in, you know, on the coast, Port A, Rockport, Victoria. You know, don't forget a lot of, a lot. Houston's getting a lot of the attention, attention on yeah. the national media, but man, Victoria and Rockport mm-hmm. and Port A, Port Arthur, um, you know, they got hit real hard too. They just don't get that attention. Yeah. And, and I know what you mean. I mean, when, when we had the, the floods down in New Braunfels years ago, and I mean, the city right south of New Braunfels is Martindale. Yeah. And uh, we took our mod jet drive boat out there and we were dispersed as search and rescue along with an airboat. And it's like Martindale, we showed up in Martindale and I thought there's gonna be like police and, and fire departments all over the place telling us what to do. And it was just us there at a, at a point that they had, had told us to go to. And, and I know that Port Arthur is like that. I mean, yeah. all these folks are rushing to Houston and, and all these smaller cities just don't get the publicity um, that the bigger cities do. So, you know, I'd tell you folks out there volunteering and, and donating money, I'd make sure you know where that stuff's going. A um, couple articles out there on the old, uh, the red and white uh, charity out there that you guys are sending a bunch of money to. I do a little research on that. You may want to direct that over to J.J. Watt. You see yeah. what this guy's doing? Yeah. Where's, where's Wait, he Is he at? up to 20 million, he's I think? Like 25 million. I mean, he started with 200,000. Golly. And, he, and he's up to 20 million. I mean, you know, either that or just, I mean, I know, you know, there's a, a realtor in, in town. I think he's up to nine or ten U-Haul loads of stuff. He's, I mean, they've they've mm-hmm. delivered those directly to the shelter. Yeah. So there, at least, you know, it's not, you know, you don't have to worry. If you don't want to donate money, some people are like, well, I don't know where my money's going. You know, donate items to people that you know exactly where they're taking them. Definitely. I mean, that's what we've got another event coming up. Uh, Gap, and, and if anybody, you know, we'll, we'll start this off because I always forget. Uh, Greater Awesome Professionals, uh, we're meeting again this Tuesday um, at Infamous Brewing Company. For, Ooh, tasty. Uh, I almost said four to six. Sorry, six to eight p.m. Mm-hmm. Infamous Brewery up off Hudson Bend Road. Um, it's a you know a professional group of folks. You know it doesn't matter what you do, whether you're self-employed, whether you work for somebody else. It's casual. So, you know we got some bankers that show up in suits, and we've got people that show up in flip flops and Hawaiian t-shirts. Sean, the people that are around you, I mean, it's it's just. I don't know what it is, but it, they're, it's intriguing. I mean, I don't know if that's the right way to put it, but, you know, I, I mean, you've introduced me to some folks that are just pretty impressive. Well, um, I mean, I think the biggest thing is, right, I've been I've been a bartender, I've yeah. been a baseball coach, uh-huh. I've been a banker, yeah. and now I'm a mortgage guy. Yeah. I've met a lot of people from all walks of life, and, mm-hmm. you, know, I, you know, I try to keep my network growing and, and stay friends. And, and the reason I'm, I'm, I'm uh, promoting this today is we are doing a donation drive Tuesday cool. night. So uh, the big one, I guess the big push now is uh, 
bugs, mosquitoes are out yeah. of control down there. So Bleach. what we're asking for is yeah. anybody that shows up on uh, Tuesday, 6 p.m. Um, at uh, Infamous Brewery, bring either bleach, bug spray, ammonia. Yeah, We're not making bombs, I promise. Um, <laughs> but that is yeah. what we're going to get down there, and we've got somebody that will be making a run down there on Thursday. So we'll get the goods exactly where they need to go. So if anybody wants to come out, it's free to attend. Uh, free snacks, food. It's it is buy your own beer, but they got some delicious beer and wine out there. Not infamous brew, but uh, if anybody wants to donate, even if you can't stay for the meeting and you just want to know where you can drop some stuff off, that's going to get in the hands of the right people. Um, up on Doss Road, you can't miss it. Or uh, pretty much at the corner of of Hudson Bend and Doss, you can't miss it. Just turn on Hudson Bend Road off six twenty, and you'll see the sign up on the right, about two miles up, Infamous Brewing Company. Um, and like I said, if anybody wants to donate. I mean, we'll take anything. If you want to bring, if you got diapers, water, we'll take that too. But the big push we're making for is uh, bug spray, bleach, and ammonia. No, tin, no old tinnies, no old clothes. Yeah, not we're, we're no used clothes. But if you want to, you know, new socks, diapers, uh, formula. Um, crazy enough, I heard the there's a giant shortage of tampons uh, yes. down there too because of they it, call those feminine products. Feminine products. Sorry, but uh, like I said, we'll take anything. Uh, the big push is for the. The bug stuff, but we'll take anything if you want to drop it off between 6 and 8 p.m., uh, and we'll have it going down uh, next Thursday. Cool. There you go. If you're just tuning in, this is Real Estate Radio. I'm Jason Stubbs and uh, Sean Finnegan. We're here uh, every Sunday at noon. Text line's open, 512-640-9610. Sean, I want to turn the page a little bit, kind of keeping it within the the mortgage realm. Um, And, you know, let's talk about what what this this hurricane in Houston has done uh, just to the business uh, currently. So what's happened to the mortgage industry, uh, you know, whether it's if, you, if you're in the middle of, yeah. of uh, or, you know, you're trying to sell your home or if you're in the middle of purchasing or or uh, what's, what's going on there? So I'd say the first things first, right? If you were actually in the process of either refinancing or purchasing a home and you were in one of the areas directly affected um, that has been declared a disaster area by FEMA, um, there's a good chance that it's going to delay whatever you were trying to do. Um, the first thing you're going to have to do is check the property condition, see yeah. you know if you were in an area, has the property been affected by the storm or not. Um, the second major issue has been people getting insurance. Even if we're having issues now, there's there's companies that aren't writing policies in Travis County. Well, it makes sense. I mean, you know, if you're in in South Florida right now and storm hadn't hit. You can't just call up and be like, okay, I need flood insurance. Correct. I mean, yes. That's just not yes, going to... Exactly. I get it. You know, they're yeah. not going to... You know, you, you're going to pay, you know, one month of what? A couple hundred bucks yeah. for your flood insurance, and they're going to cut you a check for a couple hundred thousand yeah. once your home floods. I mean, yeah. I get it, right? So There's a reason why we haven't bailed out insurance companies. And a lot of them, I mean, they're not sure exactly how much they're going to be paying out yet. So, yeah. you know, how they redo all their algorithms and things. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're refinancing, I can tell you it's a lot simpler process, right? Because you're not calling up and asking for a new policy. You're just asking generally for them to change the mortgagee. So your policy is going to stay the same. You're just, instead of going to ABC Mortgage Company, you're now going to be with XYZ Mortgage Company. Um, that's not being held up. So if you're refinancing and you're not in one of the um, targeted counties, uh, or not, I don't want to say targeted, but uh, one of the disaster counties, um, it shouldn't have slowed your process down a whole lot. Now, if your corporate headquarters like us is in Houston or yeah. uh, anywhere down there, you know, possibly either the company's a little behind but as far as that goes, if you're just refinancing and you're not in a disaster area and you don't need a new insurance policy, it should be pretty much business as normal. Now, like I said, if you're purchasing, 
even if you're not in a disaster county, you've got to check with your insurance company. Now, there's some insurance companies that will, and that's where we can kind of help you out if you need. We know, you know, several different lenders bro- or uh, insurance companies, brokers, things like that. We can put you in the direction with somebody that could probably help you out. Um, but like I said, anything in the disaster county right now is kind of at the discretion of the lender. So you really need to check with your lender and who you're working with to see how, how they're handling and what their policy is. I mean, at the least, you're going to have to have probably somebody come out and take some pictures and make sure no damage was gotcha. done. Gotcha. All right, guys, we've got to cut it right there. When uh, we come back, we've got uh, more. we got a little bit coming from 1836 Management, and uh, we've got a, uh, a, we've got a great guy coming up, guys. We're going to be talking about uh, investment properties, rental properties, all those things. We'll be touching a little bit more on the mortgage business, how it's affected by these storms coming in. Stick around. show central texas this is real estate radio i'm jason stubbs and uh, we're here every sunday right here on uh, the pat law firm studios at 1370 uh, a.m and uh of course across your tv station um here in central texas uh real estate radio on kbvo uh guys text lines open we got a couple of questions coming in we'll get to shortly um but uh, keep those coming in 512-640-9610 um We've got uh, Sean, our, our senior loan officer, in here, and he's uh, taking questions on on refinances. We've recently seen the you know rates drop a little bit, and uh, you know, hey, get into it. Uh, if you you missed out uh, after the election, um, you may want to have a, a conversation with us, and uh, we can we can help you figure out if uh, refinancing's right for you. Five one two six four zero ninety six ten. Welcome back. We're uh, Sean, uh, man, what? Uh, where, where are we at here? We've got a little bit of a little hurricane talk. We got a little talk about interest rates dropping. And uh, man, what uh, you got any advice out there for the folks? Yeah, you know, we're still getting calls from people with PMI. Yeah. I mean, those are those are still good people to call. So if you've been in your house two, three years, especially uh, in the Pflugerville area, I just we've done a couple recently in Pflugerville, and the amount of yeah. appreciation um is like i mean we had we had one guy that was 10 percent in the last two years really um so if you're in pflugerville uh, appreciation yeah appreciation yeah. in his house um you know so and the other thing we've got is we've got a few people you know on the fence maybe retiring in three to four years they've been in their 30-year loan seven or eight years and um you know they want to retire and they want to maybe pay their house off quicker you know so we're looking at 15 years for them where they're keeping their payment about the same but they're shaving off seven, eight years. So if you think about it, if you're paying, you know, let's just say two thousand dollars a month, you're paying twenty four thousand dollars a year. You shave eight years off that, you're talking almost two hundred grand um, in actual, you know, savings. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're doing a lot of that. Um, you know, if your interest rates, you know, four point seven five, and you've been in your loan for two years or more, it, it, you know, definitely if you're at four point seven five and you've got PMI, call us. Yeah. Um, even if you don't have PMI, it might, you know, it just really depends. We, you know, we mortgage look at, insurance. Yeah, we look at. Uh, we look at the big picture, and we, you know, we do what's best for you. I met with a couple of people last week that I, I told them I think the refinancing was the best idea, and I right. showed them why. Um, you know, but guess what? They'll appreciate that. Um, Definitely. You know, we're not gonna we're not gonna just stick you in a loan to stick you in a loan. We're gonna we're gonna see if it makes sense, and if it makes sense for you, we'll we'll see if uh, if 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 refinancing can save you some money and put you in a better financial picture long term. There you go. 512-640-9610. That is our text line. You can also give us a call. Um, I would like to. 
kind of just take a, a, a quick little, little page turn here. Um, we've got a guy that uh, we've been wanting to get in for a long time, Matt Leshber with 1836 Property Management. Uh, Matt, welcome to the show, man. Uh, how's it going? Jason and Sean, great to see you guys. Good deal. Good to finally get you in here. Yeah, it's been a while, man, but it's uh, it's worth it. Now we're, we've got it yeah. done. Happy Sunday. We're hanging out a little bit uh, on, uh, you know, doing that deal. And, man, I mean, let's just get right to it. I mean, you've got uh, just a, a hell of a thing going, and you're not just talking previously and me doing my doing my, my research on you, man. Uh, you got, uh, you, you got, a lot, got a lot of good things going on. Tell us a little, little bit about your company. We've got a lot of irons in the fire, but the main thing is, yeah. is that we're managing assets for people around the world. And so we've got over a few hundred properties, over three counties that we manage right here from the center of Austin on mm-hmm. South Congress. And uh, it's our job to, to keep eyes on those properties and boots on the ground. We got clients as close as the same zip code or down the street and some as far as China and Brazil and India and and around the world. Uh, They can't take a phone call at 2 a.m. and say, hey, do you want to talk about a tenant who's got a something backed (laughs) up or maybe they locked themselves? So they've got to empower us with that. And uh, it's our job to look out for their best interests and, and take care of business. I mean, so talk about that. I mean, you've got folks within the same zip code that would just rather not do this stuff themselves. I mean, explain that. Because, you know, there's a lot of folks out there like, I'm going to get my investment property. And I'm going to fix it up myself. I'm going to do this myself. You know, what are some of these things that they need to kind of look out for or, you know, things that you've seen, you know, through your time in the industry that, uh, you know, they might not be thinking about? You know, from a larger picture, it's kind of interesting that uh, in the United States, it's it's kind of deregulated. There's not a lot that's restricting people from managing their own properties other than good sense. And maybe a little bit of money. <laughs> yeah. But if you go to countries like Australia, in the U.S., it's about 80-20. About 20% of people pay managers, about 80%, 70% do it themselves. Wow, interesting. Some successfully, some call us later when they want to get out of a pickle mm-hmm. or ask us for a referral to an attorney. Yes. So that they can get them out of a pickle. Right. Uh, in Australia, it's actually the opposite because there's been so many lawsuits and, and so much litigation that's a result of people managing their own property and treating tenants bad and tenants treating owners bad. They said, you know, you people can't figure this out. So we're going to take care of it for you. And they put so many uh, roadblocks in place that 80% of people in Australia actually pay managers because it's just not worth the headache to follow all the regulations. But it's a lot safer. Nobody yeah. goes to court over things down there. Man, I've got a, I've got one for you. I was renting a duplex in college down there in, in San Marvelous, also known as San Marcus. And, uh, you know, it was, I had folks in there, they came by, the owners would, mo- they won the lottery and they moved down from Michigan and they started buying up properties. Like, I mean, I, I mean, 13 of them or so in San Marcus and they moved to San Marcus and I come back, I come home one day, we got a big circle drive. And they're, they've got the family there. They got a bunch of cars, trucks. They're tailgating. They're, I'm not kidding you. The barbecue pit was going. They're drinking beer. And they're mowing the grass and doing stuff. But they had kids running around. I'm like, this is insane. This is the place you're renting. Yes. So this was way back in the day. The, but the landlord showed up. Pre-2000. Yeah. The, the landlord showed up with some lawn equipment. And they were like, I mean, that's what they would do. When they come mow the yard, they'd bring the whole posse. And they would just start, you know, hanging out and making a day of it. So I just got to where I'm like, that's not going to work. And we just got into, you know, it just got real nasty real quick. And next thing you know, I said, all right, well, I'm, I'm not going to pay you rent. And uh, I come home and I'm locked out of my house that next day. So many illegal things you so, mentioned. So, you know, that's, I mean, it, it, no kidding. So now I'm sitting <laughs> here, I'm like, what do I do? You know, so of course, well, I mean, I, I called the, call the sheriff's department, 
they come out and uh, you know they they waited there with me and they made them unlock the door and they kind of let them know, hey, look, you you know you you can't yeah, do this. No, can't do um, so you know they decided, yes, I can, and we went back and forth, back and forth. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was down in uh, on the square in San Marcos and and wearing my you know my nice clothes and had me a little attorney and and we went in there and knocked that out of the park, easy breezy. But you know that's not something that anybody looks forward to doing, and it's just you know people don't know what they don't know. Yeah, and opinions and assumptions will get you into so much trouble. Yeah. Uh, whether it's the tenant side or the owner side, uh-huh. everybody goes, well, I can do, okay, yes. well, I'm listening to you. Now, show me exactly where it says that in the statute or in your contract. <laughs> well, I feel that. Okay, well, that's different. Right. We, we can't go in front of a judge who's elected by the public mm-hmm. to serve the public and explain to him you feel something. Right. Uh, he doesn't really care. Right. Exactly. So we've got to do everything that leads up to that perfectly so that when we go stand up, it's a slam dunk and, and everybody's protected on both sides. I mean, so what, what, what are some of the most common mistakes that you see you know, investors, you know, whether they, they own one house, one investment property, or 10? I mean, what's some of the most common things or mistakes that you think you're, that they're making? I would say not treating it like a business is the number one. Gotcha. Yeah. People get into this and they go, well, how hard can it be? And, and you know, hey, I could pull a tooth as well, mm-hmm. but I would much prefer to go to a dentist to go ahead and pay somebody for that service. You're talking about something that's 120 or $140 a month on average for all the headache. Yes. And we do get calls at 4 a.m. on Christmas Day when the oven doesn't work because they haven't used it in 11 months but they want to cook a turkey now. Gotcha. That's an emergency <laughs> on Christmas. I mean, the family's coming. That's an emergency, an emergency, right? I mean, that bird is waiting. Hey, go stand in line at the Honey Bake Ham. See how long that line is. You know? Yeah, it's a business. I think that's the biggest thing we run into is that people get into this and they go, well, I'll, I'll give an inch or I'll have a verbal agreement, but it's contrary to the contract. And so once you establish that kind of relationship, you've lost all credibility in court. And you know, you, you give people an inch, they take a mile. And, Absolutely. And, and it's not that you don't want to be nice, but mm-hmm. we had an owner uh, this week and they go, well, you know, this, this hurricane and this and that, maybe we can give this. And I got to tell you what, this is business. You're going to stick to the contract. The numbers are the numbers on both sides. Right. And if you want to take the same amount of money and give it to a charity, a Red Cross, or yeah. whoever you think. Yes. Do that. Right. Get a tax deduction and make sure it goes to the right place. But you don't give money to people that's contrary to contract. It's just business. Right. So having that intermediary in the middle is really helpful um, because it's kind of funny saying, but we just keep it real. Yeah. Show me the paper, show me the statute, and we're good for that. Agreements are agreements. And I can see where you can kind of come in your value by them just not having to have those conversations. People hate me no matter what I do, because every action I take, somebody gets a bill. Either the (laughs) tenant's getting a bill or the owner's getting a bill. I just want it to be right. Yes. We, We don't, we're not paying the bills. We just want it accurate and correct. And we don't write the laws. So the bills go where they are. Gotcha. If you're just tuning in. This is Real Estate Radio. I'm Jason Stubbs, joined by co-host Sean Finnegan, Senior Loan Officer, NRL Mortgage, and Matt Leshber, 1836 Management, right here in uh, in Central Texas. And uh, man, so what, uh, I mean, with 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 the, spr- oh, the spring, come on, Sean. The school starting. School starting, right? Summer's is this spring? Any, no. no. Is this any close to spring? It started, yeah. feels a little bit like spring. Well, you know, I said spring the, the because down, my but. Japanese maples are blooming, and that's, I love that. It happens twice a year, spring and fall. So let me try that again. We're fall football starting. Yeah. Yeah. First football Sunday. Yes. Today. Yeah. That's we right. got the first football Sunday today. We yeah. won't talk about the local college team, but uh, yeah, first football Sunday today. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so what, I mean, Matt, this time of year, does it start slowing down a little bit because school starts or what's going on with we've you guys? We've got a few year? layers going on. It's, it's going to get real interesting, I think, for all of us because we've got not only the slower season, you yeah. know, entering the fall, the mm-hmm. kids are back in school, people want to be settled. Now, our economy is great, so people are always moving here, moving in and out. 
But uh, you've got a lot of properties because of the appreciation over all these years that people are expecting a million dollars for, and the yeah. marketplace is going, it's worth 700 And right. the owner goes, well, I'm not settling. 30 days goes by, 60 days goes by, maybe I'll rent it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, what? I'm not going to give it away. Right. And yeah. so we've got a lot of people who are really, we call them reluctant landlords because they didn't go into it buying that property thinking, I just can't wait to have renters. But now they go, well, I know what it's worth and I'll just wait it out because I bought it at a good position and it, it's worth it. So they'll lease it out. Um, obviously, somewhere in a lower price range is more beneficial. Mm-hmm. The higher properties don't go for the same yeah. uh, return on real investment versus the cost. But um, yeah, a lot of people are doing that. And then with the hurricanes you guys were just talking about in, in Houston and I can't imagine that the, that every person in Houston is going to stay there. I mean, I, I love Houston. I love the people there really yeah. more than anything else, to be honest with you. I, yeah. I think some of the people in Houston are just superb. Such I'm, a from melting there. Pot. I'm, I'm from there. And, you know, we call it Old Houston. And Old Houston, it was just a, it, it was just a community. I mean, the, the city got so big, you just don't have, you know, it's so spread out now. But good, good folks from Houston, man. Good no people. I mean, I, yeah, I'm not moving down there with the, uh, the hurricanes no. or anything else. No. I love Austin, but great people. So I can't help but think if some of those are going to come to Austin. Without a doubt. I mean, we're, we're joking, you know, eight and 10 years ago that, uh, Hey, just, we just shut the gate on I-10, you know, huh. just, just quit letting them in here. But, uh, yeah, by all means, I mean, we're, we're, uh, we're, we're ready and, uh, available. I mean, central Texas, we just don't have the, you know, the, the, I don't know. We're about, we're running out of room here in Austin. Yeah. I don't, you know, I would like to shut the gate on uh, I-35 and 290 <laughs> and 71. Sean, Sean wants to lock it down. Well, more with Sean Finnegan and locking down central Texas. We come back yeah. uh, also more with, uh, Matt Leshber with the uh, 1836 management. Uh, stay tuned. Be right back. Central Texas. This is Real Estate Radio. I'm Jason Stubbs. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, we got a couple of questions coming in on that text line, so keep that up. Uh, and uh, if you want that number, you can give us a ring, shoot us a text, 512-640-9610. That's 512-640-9610. We're talking a little bit about uh, you know potential options to, to refinance uh, with a couple of uh, things that, that have happened in the world, storms and North Korea and some other things that... Uh, kind of uh, got the market shaken up a little bit. Um, there's opportunity uh, to refinance. You want to give us a call, do that. Uh, we, we can help you with that. Um, also, last segment, we were talking with Matt Leshber with 1836 Management. Matt, welcome back for another segment. Sean, um, man, we got a good thing going here. But, you know, we're talking about you know, just the the ins and outs of, of property management, some things that uh, you know folks run into. Uh, but you know, Matt, what are some things that you can you can say to folks out there that haven't really pulled the trigger on that investment property? I mean, how, you know, what what are some things they need to know? I mean, a lot of people, you know, we want we we don't want to sell our house, we want to rent it, and next thing you know. You got investment property, and then you got a whole bunch of things that they, you know, these folks just don't have any experience doing. You know, what advice can you give those folks that want to take that first step and in, in actually get an investment property? You know, you hit a good point because a lot of these people actually still own the properties. Yeah. So they're coming to the marketplace and going, well, it's time to move, so I'm, it's time to sell, right? Mm-hmm. Well, if it costs you 8% to sell your house, you're out, what, $10,000? Mm-hmm. And all you did was get rid of the house. Right. I don't want to write a check for $10,000 to dispose of an asset that's right. already making money. Yes. I would assume you guys do cash out refis. We do. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah. 
why not cash out some money, refi it, let the house break even, yeah. it'll pay for itself, mm-hmm. and then either buy another rental property or buy your next house with that, but live within your means so that you can afford both. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. I've got something producing for me. Yeah, I've got it refied to where it's at a good rate, to where right. it's break even, it's not killing me monthly, mm-hmm. and, and I still get to move. I just The cost of the transaction to me is, is a, a killer. And over time, you move two, three times. That's two or three rental properties. If they're on 15-year notes, even 30-year notes, they can right. be paid off by retirement. And yeah. you didn't do anything yeah. different. I've yeah. got one, one client. He's in his late 50s, and he's, I think he's up to nine properties total now. And he, and he said, you know, some guy told him 20 years ago, he kind of was a late starter in, in building his wealth. And 20 years ago, some guy told him, you know, I don't ever sell a piece of real estate. It's not real complex. Yeah. So he yeah. says, he goes, I just don't sell real estate. And he's done a lot of what you said. He's pulled some cash out. He's used some down payments. He's been able to pay cash for some distressed properties and pull his cash back out. That's another way people can do it. You know, if you're talking about, you know, maybe buying a distressed rental property, you go in and if you need to close quick, you can pay cash for that property, then pull your equity, you know, pull most of your cash back out. But yeah, I mean, he, this is all he does. I mean, he's, he buys about one to two houses a year. Um, and he's like, I'm never selling any of them because they all, like he said, most of them even cash flow a little bit for him every month on top of it. So you can just get rid of your financial advisor at that point. Yeah, I mean, he pretty much... I mean, that's what he's doing. Yeah. Now, he manages his own, which I think is a little crazy, and I've tried to convince him for years to use somebody. Yeah. But he manages them all himself for now. We'll see. If he keeps getting more, I think he's going to have to call someone like Matt because I think he's going to lose his mind. But It's uh, just not worth the headache. Yeah. I mean, yeah. in all fairness, if I had a property in another city, I've got friends across the U.S. We network. We, we meticulously meet with each other to find best practices. And even as close as San Antonio, I'm not managing my own property. I'll Definitely. call a buddy and get it done. I mean, Absolutely. come on, 120 bucks a month for yes. a headache in San Antonio. Definitely. I'm not driving down there once for $120. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, so let me ask you, I mean, you know, I'm actually looking at, I'm looking at investment properties right now. I mean, so, okay, let's just say I, I buy my house. I call you. What will you guys do for me as far as you know, every I guess everything finding a tenant, collecting You're payment. Like, I got every a month, contract tenant, on yeah. the house. What do I do next? Yeah, or I just say, hey, I, yeah. What will you guys do? What do you, What do you offer? What services? No, and oddly enough, seventy percent of our business last year was referrals. We spend a lot of time in the community and building those relationships, and so people send us clients consistently, and they go, the contract is done. It closes in two weeks. What do I need to do? And and that's all they tell us. And we go, wait till it closes. Send us either a copy of the closing statement or the title so that we know you actually own the property. You're not renting someone else's house. And then uh, we'll sign the contract that day. Here's a preliminary view of it so you can be up to speed on it before we ever get to that point. There is a form that they have to fill out, which is called an owner's notice of condition, like a seller's disclosure. It just gotcha. says basically... By the way, I don't think there's a toxic waste dump here on site. You <laughs> right. know, because we need yeah. everybody's signature exactly. and everything has to be yeah. on the up and up. Beyond that, they'll put some funds on file with this so that we have operating capital and we take it. We'll get pick up the keys from the title company, the garage remotes, everything. They don't even need to be in state. So all we need is their signatures, okay. And, and again, we're back to the guys around the world. You know, we don't call Dubai and say, hey, do you have the garage door opener? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, they call us, tell us where the property is, where it's closing. We get their permission and, and that's it. So we'll do everything from physically going to the property, walking it, verifying the condition, making sure it is in the condition you think it it's is. in yeah. so that when it hits the rental market, it's not, well, I hope they don't see it because the tenants are going to see it. Yeah. So uh, condition, price, location, it, that's pretty straightforward for everything. So you'll find the tenant for me. Everything. You'll give me a good idea what I should probably rent it for. You'll, you'll tell me if there's something that needs to get done before we stick a renter in there. Absolutely. And we're going to... 
we're going to discuss comps before we ever even get yeah. to. I, I was going to the get market. there. You know, like how, how do you assess that? You know, like what what advice can you give folks if they're out there thinking, okay, there's a you know there's a there's a house out in you know north of town and and this is the price. You know, how how can you advise them on what they can get rent wise? We've got a couple different ways to do it. And I I can't believe you just fed me that one because that was that was too easy to lead into <laughs> one of the things that we have that's unique. But nice. uh, obviously in Austin, other cities are different. Clean Fort Hood, they share nothing. Uh, other cities around the nation, they share X, Y, or Z. In Austin, we pretty much share everything. Everything goes through the MLS for the majority. People that are still listing their homes on Craigslist, I wish you well. Um, no but kidding. most of the data goes through the MLS. So we right. have a really good statistical analysis of what your home will rent for within a $50 plus or minus basis. Gotcha. Now, if we go to the house and the condition's off, we can discuss that. Obviously, it'll be less or more. If there's a Rottweiler behind your home that's coming through the fence, that's yes. probably not going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but within 50 bucks plus or minus, we're, we're pretty close on that. One of the things that's most interesting, though, is that sounds good. And okay, if that aligns with what I already have, perfect, right? What if you don't know what it should do for you as a return on investment? So right. I actually got with a uh, kind of a, a numbers guru uh, a couple months ago. And we've done this over time, but I have a, a more recent, just real sexy spreadsheet. And uh, it'll actually plot your return on investment. Nice. No matter when you bought the property or if you haven't, how much you put down, what you estimate the sales price or value to be today, what the cost of the sale would be. And it'll tell you, even if you already own the home today, nice. if I sold it and reinvested my proceeds at a five or 10% rate of return, where would that put me over time? Versus if I eliminate the cost of selling the home and rent this place, and I've got all the assumptions built into it on what the leasing is going to cost you, vacancy, maintenance, all these that. things. So it's total housing expense with everything, miscellaneous everything. fees and maintenance and all that stuff? It's wrapped in. And, and a 1920s home in Taylor, per se, is going to cost you 20% maintenance because we're going to repair everything in that house. Man, Nothing I, is I new. know there's folks out there that want to chat with you about this. Guys, if you want to get in touch with Matt, uh, 512-640-9610. You can give us a call or shoot us a text. Uh, Matt, I mean, my curiosity just sitting over here thinking, you know, you know, if you've you got your eyes on a property, you know, how can you help us maximize that profit? Like, let's say we've got some nasty walls and carpet. I mean, are you able to go in there and say, hey, you do these two or three things, we might be able to hit the top of that market rent mark? Absolutely. But I think you actually hit a, a, a better perspective when you try to deliver a great product uh -huh. or you buy a great service gotcha. because it's really about quality more than anything. And so if I go in there and put glass and granite, is it going to get me an extra 25 bucks? Well, who cares? It's 25 bucks. Right. But if I put quality carpet, right. just clean right. and a clean paint job, right. now I've got a person who is willing to rent a home who actually cares about their family. Right. They want a nice home mm -hmm. and those people don't relocate. The biggest avoid Avoidable expense, I say avoidable because it, it can be, uh, can be, yeah. is uh, tenant turnover. Real, yeah. Keep your tenants happy. Right. That's it. Now, I've got a guy that, that bought a duplex. He, he bought it five years ago, but one of the tenants had been there 13 years. Right. And wow. the same tenant has now still been there the five years. He's had it 18 years, one tenant, one side, never calls him for anything, keeps, the, keeps her half meticulous. She's a librarian. She's a Sing horror. I mean, she has. She's no, probably not, I've been stacked in there. to the ceiling. No, I've with been books. in there. I, I've been in there because I I help him out every once in a while. If he's got to go do like one little thing, I'll go help him out. Uh, we had to repair a couple uh, pickets on the fence. No, I mean the house is meticulous. You, I mean, it's just 
I mean, that's a dream that, come true. That's, that's just dreamy. Saying, he he jacked the rent up on the other side about two hundred bucks because I'm not raising her rent a dollar. Yeah, exactly. You know, and sometimes you have to tell people that. You know, if people come in and say, "Hey, Matt, Always. I think we should be getting another hundred bucks a month." You'll do you explain to them? I assume that hey. This and is a great tenant. Why mess with it? Penny smart, bucks? pound foolish. Ooh. Yeah, always look at the big picture. Yeah. You, yeah, you never want to push out a tenant who's paying rent on time and takes care of the place. It's a no-brainer. Your mortgage is fixed. The only thing going up is maybe your insurance, a little bit yeah. of taxes in yeah. Austin, yeah. Mm-hmm. which I think those are going to level because they went a little nutty last year. Oh, don't get me started. They're they're going to level. There's no way the county can keep doing what they're doing. Yeah. But those are generally fixed costs. So it would be nice if we all got rich monthly, but the objective is to let this thing appreciate over time, pay down the mortgage, keep the home in great shape. It it works for itself. You don't have to do Definitely. anything else. Definitely. Talking investment properties, talking 1836 management. Uh, we got to take a quick break. Got to go pay some bills. Uh, more with Sean Finnegan, senior loan officer and uh, mortgage professional and your consumer advocate for all things real estate. I'm Jason Stubbs. We'll be right back. And welcome back to Real Estate Radio. I'm Jason Stubbs. We appreciate appreciate you guys spending a little bit of time with us on the, your Sunday. Welcome all you uh, folks tuning in on iTunes. Uh, folks that want to uh, subscribe to our podcast, you can do that. It's real easy. Just pull up your iTunes, and you're going to search Real Estate Radio, Jason Stubbs, and you can just click on subscribe. And uh, when we post new shows, um, they'll come right to you. Also, we're going to be doing a little breakout session. So we'll be reaching out to, to different folks and doing little three, four, five, ten minute little segments. Um, be reaching out to, to some of the hot areas uh, in our country and, and also having some good conversations with some folks that uh, got a lot of moving parts. So looking, looking forward to that. Text line's open. We got some questions coming in. We're about to get to those right now. So get your questions in. Five. 512-640-9610. Also, if you've got any questions, you want to talk uh, anything mortgage, real estate, give us a call. Um, this That text line will uh, remain open for about an hour after our show. So uh, do reach out to us um, with a phone call if you need to. And uh, we got more with Matt, uh, 1836 Management. Um, Matt, I mean, I've got a couple questions coming in for you. But before we get that, uh, Sean, and it was uh, kind of, we were giggling during the break, you know, give us that one story uh, that that you've had. Uh, just uh, you know, you know the, the years you've been doing this. I mean, what's that one thing you saw? You know, with some renter in a, in a, one of your clients' properties that uh, that you guys have, have been a part of. You know, I, I'm kind of proud to say that we haven't had too much that's been ridiculous because really? prevention's the key. Now, I do no, have like pet rhinoceros or <laughs> grow houses or definitely no grow houses, <laughs> yeah. uh, smuggling, uh, you know, roots. I don't or... want anything to do with that. But we also walk the properties frequently. We have gotcha. vendors that report back to us. So prevention is the key to this. If you put tenants in place that you're not sure of, that's a problem. So I get it. A lot of people will get a property and go, mm-hmm. man, I, I got to get this thing leased quick. And these people look honest. And all of a sudden, they didn't check their IDs. They didn't check their background. They've got a lot of cash, though, which makes yeah. the owners feel comfortable. <laughs> and then those are the guys that you really look out for because they're off the radar. And they're there for a reason. It's not because they're just cash flush. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, one thing I got to do real quick is we take a, a quick step out. Sean, tell us a little bit about Patent Law Firm. Patent Law Firm, uh, closing offices for Texas American Title. Uh, these guys are great. Uh, we use them all the time. Refinances, purchases, uh, mornings, late nights, weekends if need be. They've got multiple locations. They will come to you. Um, these guys are great. They've got in-house attorneys if you ever have any questions. Um, they're one of my favorites. Ten years doing this. Love them. Um, 
I don't really think we can Good say folks, anything else, man. man. Yeah, yeah, give them a call. They got, a, what, a Avery Ranch, yeah. Westlake, and Arboretum, Great Hills area. Yep. So they got three locations. Like I said, they'll also come to you. Um, they're very flexible. They're not the title company that's going to say, oh, we can't, I don't think we can make it. We got to leave at five. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard that from them ever. Absolutely. So they said, oh, you need to stay till six? Sure, no problem. We'll be here. So yeah. if you guys ever need anything like that, um, give them a call. They're great. Uh, Ashley and Mark Bean and all those guys, uh, highly recommend them. Good deal. Also, Assurance Roofing. If you've got shingles in your yard, you need to call Dan with Assurance Roofing. Uh, we can get you in contact with them, 512-640-9610. Uh, they're doing free inspections. So whether you're going to list your home or if you just want to get your roof inspected, I mean, it's a free inspection. They hop up there, say everything looks good. They give you a double thumbs up. It doesn't cost any money. You're happy. You're secure. But, uh, you know, Sean, there's a the thing. I was just talking to Dan. Um, actually, we're about to see him here in a little bit. But, um, you know, he was telling me, he's like, like, you know, there's there's places in the roofs where, you know, wind might not knock shingles off, but, you know, there's things that can do as far as damage that can let little things in, mm-hmm. creatures and animals. And, uh, yeah, you got the imagination. You know what I'm talking about here. I've dealt with it all. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, give Dan Assurance Roofing a call. They've been a great supporter of the show, so we appreciate those guys and uh, all the folks that we bring on Real Estate Radio are, are, are vetted, and, and uh, uh, we make sure that we pay attention to those guys. So, um, yeah, we're, we're your version of, uh, of, of uh, the, the, the Yelp. You yeah, there I mean? you go. I mean, these guys are doing a damn good job, so keep that up. All right, Matt, back to you, man. Um, I mean, we've got a— I've, I've got a question. Can yeah, you got a question for Matt? I, I want to I get through here before I <laughs> Go. So, same thing. So what, what would you say is either the most common reason— or number two thing, as far as when y'all need to go in and evict somebody besides non-payment of rent. <laughs> really? That's a good one. I can see that probably being the number one reason, obviously. You know, you pick and choose your battles. And so uh, if, if somebody turns out and, you know, grandma moved in because her health is bad and, man, they're really taking care of the place, how, how can we accommodate grandma? Gotcha. What do we got to do to work this out? Gotcha. But I would say tenants damaging properties maliciously or not taking care of them would probably be the biggest problem because tenants don't come to us and go, okay, you caught me. What can I do to make this right? And it's already repaired. You know, I'll have it done yeah. by Monday. They come to you and go, let me tell you the 12 reasons why I shouldn't have to do this. And by the way, I'm not paying rent because you did something wrong and uh, we're not going to sue you for mold. This is just this past week, by the way. Um, and I'm going to threaten you personally because of X, Y, Z and you know what? It was nice talking to you. Um, we'll discuss it with the judge. Yeah. Have, have, have a nice day. Yeah. So you never get mean to them, yeah. but people lose their minds. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think that's one of the biggest challenges of the business is we think it's business, but yeah. to it, somebody that lives in a home it's or personal. an owner on yeah. both sides, Definitely. it's personal. And mm-hmm. so the customer service really comes into play. A lot of what we do, you know, I, I always joke that my buddies that are lawyers are really counselors. They counsel Definitely. people yeah. on well, what's yeah. going Attorney on. Attorney and counselor at law. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so that's, you know, obviously we're not licensed in that manner, but we counsel people on kind of how to act mm-hmm. because they get emotionally entangled. You know, this costs money or you said, he said, she's, whoa, whoa let's just go back to the paper. All right. This is what's supposed to happen. This is what's not. This is we don't make the rules. Let's all come back to the table and figure that out. And, and figure it out. But uh, people get so keyed up emotional when it's their house and they do do damage. And so we've got a tenant right now. And the owner put him in place because she didn't want to pay us to get the tenants in place. So um, she put them in place, managed it for about six months, nine months. At that point in time, they damaged the house so bad there was two insurance claims. 
And uh, the house Ooh. is still being flooded. There's sheetrock holes everywhere because they can't find the problem, blah, blah. Wow. So this drags out to the point where this week we go out there. And obviously, we're not naming any names for anybody. Yeah. But we we went out there two weeks ago. I ended up personally walking to the house or, or walking the house with one of my staff because you always have two people for evidence. And uh, the floor on the second floor was soaked with water. They were wow. running the shower and soaking the bathroom floor, which was seeping through to the first level. And they were saying it was a, it was a shower leak wow. the whole time. And so I, I was able to literally put my hands in the water. The rugs were soaked. There was yeah. standing water. And these guys are going, we didn't do it. And I'm like, no problem, buddy. Yeah. I, I'm not arguing with you. Right. I'll just see you in front of the judge. That's and I've right. got photos and evidence, and we'll go from there. Okay, well, well, maybe now we'll agree to move out. But we're not going to sue you for the mold. Um, okay. You caused the mold. <laughs> yeah, there, right. there was no mold, but yeah, exactly. you know anything that was it. So <laughs> I, I think malicious damage is probably the number one thing. Some people get it. They, they've got a great family. They've got a great history. They've got great rental or ownership history, good credit. If somebody has a 720, a consistent job, and is on the radar... They're usually great people, but yeah. you get a couple of people in there because you get nervous. The season passes you up and you go, boy, I've got to get this thing filled and let's take a chance. It'll bite you every time. Definitely. 1836 Property Management. It's the owner, Matt, right there. Uh, Want to get in contact with him? 512-640-9610 or Matt, you got, uh, how do we get in contact with you? Uh, main number, 512-994-4323. There we go. Um, we got a little more to go. Yeah. I mean, so we, we, we got, got uh, another question, I guess. Is there any difference? I mean, or what size? I mean, obviously, you do single family. Do you do any larger type, you know, unit, multi-unit properties? What's the largest? Absolutely. So uh, we've got a couple small apartment complexes. Usually, larger complexes go with national companies, yeah, the, and yeah. they they're really changed hands on a different place in the food chain. So. Um, it's kind of a different game, you know, Lincoln Properties, those guys are the ones that manage the large ones. But we do have a couple smaller complexes. We're interviewing for another six complexes, I think, in October. Uh, folks are coming to town from from out of state and uh, all campus housing. Uh, there's four complexes of 26 units-ish. And so we can certainly service those off-site. You don't need to pay somebody to be on-site with those. Bigger challenge with investing in those is finding something that doesn't have deferred maintenance that's hidden. Yeah, that's yeah. always Or tenants that they just are warm bodies and they right. put yeah. in place because mm-hmm. it looks good on the rent roll. And then they're right. saying, oh, the cap rate is 20%. And you, you look at the numbers and you're like, management doesn't cost $20 a unit a month. Like that's a little <laughs> yeah, off. Exactly. We need to talk. I had an investor from Mexico City uh, come up and look at a 100-unit complex last month. And he sent me the numbers. And I'm like, I, I know you're in Mexico City, but I, I got to talk to you on the phone. Like, we need to have a call now right. before you get on the plane. Do, you do not want this complex. He got up here and looked at it and was, you know, made the trip, didn't mind, uh, stayed at the J-Dub. So who doesn't like the J-Dub? Yeah, yeah why not? But, oh, man, uh, I love those $13 drinks. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. But yeah, he goes, you're, you're right. The place is a mess. But, the, you know, you just treat people honest, just yeah. like you guys were saying on the lending side. Just... The numbers speak for themselves. You don't have to make anything up. If you put it on the table and folks know what it is, it, it's transparent. It's easy. Yeah. Is there any, here's a personal one I guess I'd deal with. What is the landlord's responsibility? Let's say it's a multi-unit, four, a fourplex, right? And one neighbor is just obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. what's the landlord's responsibility about dealing with that? That's the problem with fourplexes. 
We have a few. Uh, I don't recommend. Um, now, if you have a fourplex, which is about fifteen hundred a month in rent for our area, mm-hmm. you're going to get a reasonably good quality um, of a renter. I, I hate to, I hate to judge. I'm not trying to judge people by money at right. all. But you're going to get somebody who has a stable income, uh, cares about their property, and everything. When you get down to a certain price point, and boy, I hope this doesn't sound bad, but there is a correlation between people paying five hundred dollars a month in rent. Um, not having money to take care of the rest of the things in their life and a rotten couch ending up on the curb, which no one claims is theirs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh And then you get these properties where there's an entire street of fourplexes with that client. So without a doubt, I got to jump in there, guys. We got to, we got to shut down there. We'll get more next week uh, with Matt, 1836 property management, Sean Finnegan, all mortgage guys. That's the end of our show. We hope uh, we helped you, your next real estate adventure. If you got any questions on any type of investment, properties, purchasing, refinancing, managing all that stuff, let us know. 512-640-9610. I'm Jason Stubbs. This is real estate radio. We'll see you next week. Thank you.